Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, now part of the ChairShot Radio Network on thechairshot.com. Remember, always use your head. You look like a dude who should be pumping my fucking gas. This isn't doing it for me. There's, I'm not getting, I'm not getting enjoyment out of this. He was a before the bell rings all star. All right, everybody. It is Wednesday night, March 29th, 2023. This is the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. This is the WrestleMania Party Edition, the pre-show, if you will. WrestleMania 39, now as time of this recording, one, two, three days away from night one. That'll be Saturday night. By the time this drops, we'll be one day away. We'll be heading into the uh, SmackDown Go Home Show, the final SmackDown before WrestleMania, and the official kickoff of WrestleMania weekend. You know, WrestleMania weekend technically lasts from Friday to Monday. Again, we are going to go over not only WrestleMania, we're going to go over the NXT Stand and Deliver card. As always, I am your one of your hosts, the man with the award-winning beard, DJ. I'm going to go around the room here real quick and introduce this cast of characters we've got on the show tonight. First, from the Purple Haze and Cloud Nine, Bucky's tag team partner, a man destined to go through a barbershop window, and a guy who is still getting used to working real job and real hours. Jason, how's it going, bud? What day is it? <laughs> <laughs> he is still lost, man. No, it's it, honestly, you know what's weird? I'm getting used to the fact that like I'm not chained to customers and i'm not chained to like i can get up from my desk whenever i want right almost. i mean I'm, I'm still on the phone and things like that but it's like i was like i was amazed by the you know the simple pleasure of walking over to the break room nuking yourself a breakfast sandwich coming back sitting down resuming your work and email and sending you know getting quotes to people and getting sales adjustments to people and things like that continue but just scarfing a scarfing a breakfast sandwich it was lovely. I can't do that when I'm selling Verizon phones. The guy in the polo walks out from behind the thing with an egg McMuffin. He's like, oh, yeah, you want an iPhone? I'm like, no. So little that, things that, like that have been, been the re- Retail the work thing. is kind of eat on the fly in the back when nobody's looking because it exactly. is hustle, like hustle, little, hustle, like little, man. You squirrel things away in little cubbies and things like that. And you just, you, you, you know, if you're walking by that shelf to go grab an iPhone, you can go <laughs> and then put it back. <laughs> so with the new job what's the dress code is it just dress slacks or are you shirt and tie what's the deal uh, no it's pretty casual i mean the most of the the guys i mean there's only a couple of guys who uh in the office that don't spend half their time in the field so and we just wear you know sweatshirts and things like that don't don't come in anything you know ratty looking basically it's what i've right. seen so far all right good deal 
And last but certainly not least from the Rob the Genius podcast, the Minister of Truth, the Father of Facts and Figures, the Deacon of Data, the official shoot bear of the Mindless Wrestling podcast, and the man with the golden shovel, Mr. Rob, sir, how's your night? Well, all things considered, doing okay. Uh, and do I have the shovel ready this week? Well, it depends on how things go. Uh, there, there are a couple of potential targets if we go in, if things go in that direction. But um, I, I, but I don't have a, I don't have a designated victim, you know, all ready to go yet. It just depends on how we go. All right. Well, we'll see if we get into that. We have got a lot to cover, man. Like I said, it is WrestleMania week. We are WrestleMania ready. I'm sporting the WrestleMania from Tampa Bay shirt tonight. Got the merch representing. We are ready to party here. I've got my drink poured. We've got a lot. We've got a lot to talk about. What's the matter, sir? I meant to wear my WrestleMania Tampa shirt. Oh, you let me down, Jason. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I forgot to. I forgot to suit up myself. Oh, you guys, ah, it's WrestleMania weekend. We're, this is official WrestleMania, you know, coverage here, man. And you guys are like. Shout out to one of the greatest pieces of merchandise. Uh, what was that? WrestleMania 36? Oh, so nobody was there. I wasn't there. I yeah. wasn't there because there was a close set for, you know. To this day, kicking my own ass for not buying that T-shirt, man. Like the Y two AJ shirt, it was a comet on the on the merch store. It was there for seriously like a week, maybe two, um, and then it was gone. And if you didn't get it, well, shame on you because I did, and it was fantastic. Absolutely, <laughs> shame on me. I and, and you know what? I even looked at the website. I'm like, that's a fucking cool shirt, but I'm not going to buy it right now because I'm an idiot. You know. That's just plain and simple <laughs> truth of it all. Because we actually had tickets to that WrestleMania before it got moved to the Performance Center. Yeah. So I had tickets to not be there, damn it. <laughs> all right. So I've got the uh, the NXT Stand and Deliver card pulled up, unless Jason has it up. Jason usually runs this thing down. For it. Are you unprepared? All right. Well, in no particular order, we're not going to go down the whole card um, just, uh, let's start here. Just, uh, Rob, general vibe for the show. Are you excited for this one? For the NXT? Yeah. Um, I, look, I, I admit, I, I looked at, this is one of those ones where I looked at just how crushing the weekend is going to be. And, um, I'm going to try to make it. <laughs> you going to try and make it? <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm, I mean, it comes, well, it comes on like nine o'clock in the morning. So, what? Uh, well, some, two in the uh, afternoon. Uh, no, nah, it's uh, dude. One Eastern. One, one o'clock Eastern. Ten Pacific. Okay. It's yeah. not a Saudi show. Jeez. Because well, <laughs> West Coast, baby. Pa- pal, you had me. You had me worried there for a minute because I was like, dude, I'm not even going to be like finished drinking my coffee here. It's no, it's uh, West Coast. West Coast. Yeah, it's yeah, it's probably uh, 10 a.m. West Coast. Uh, one one. For those of you that are on the East Coast with the rest of us here, it is one. It is one p.m. Also, the coast Rob is on, so I'm kind of concerned here, bud. Well, no, okay. <laughs> well, I said nine o'clock because because I saw like something with like the local time. Okay. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, great. All right, so so Rob's not. There's a lot going on this weekend. Rob's not 100 percent sure he's going to make it. Well, he's it's gonna just. Try. I mean, it's look. It's it's it's. We got two nights of mania. I was looking at maybe because um, th- there's there's a um, 
impact thing on one of those nights, either, either Thursday or Friday night. Um, oh, yeah. And then. Uh, uh, it's the, the, the one from the promo. Sacrifice. Yeah, sacrifice. That's what it is. Well, that, no, that was last week. But they do this. Oh, it is. Oh, because you know, because they're they're doing their, their Mania weekend. And, you know, everybody does a show for WrestleMania weekend. Of course, well, they got to collect that collect that payday. Right. Absolutely. And, and you know, and unlike other companies, they don't complain. You know, <laughs> you know, they they fully acknowledge that hey, this is Mania weekend, so we're going to get some more money here. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um. So I, I was thinking about checking that out. Um, oh man! And then, because um, and then so there's that. Then there's I'm gonna be honest. Uh, Friday, SmackDown Friday might Friday night have taken an ale. That uh, <laughs> that's. I You're gonna that's, tap out for the for the go home show. Uh, I think that, I mean, I, 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 all of these. Well, if for I do the, the go if, home acknowledgement, you're gonna tap out. Well, I, well, it depends. Okay, there's a lot going on here. If okay, if. If all right, if if I do watch the Impact show, because I think that's tomorrow, or it's either tomorrow or it's I don't know, or it's early Friday, one or the other. If 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 I do watch that, then uh-huh. there's there's no way I'm gonna do that plus SmackDown plus the NXT show plus two nights of Mania. That ain't that all. That's look, I'm gonna you know, or y'all gonna be asking me about one of those shows. I'm gonna be like, well, this is where this is where sleep took over. Okay, <laughs> all right. And then, and if, and if, you know, and then of course, with my luck, it'll happen during one of the women's matches, and y'all give me a bunch of shit about that. Okay. <laughs> Here's what's gonna happen. Here's what's gonna happen. Next week, we're gonna do the WrestleMania wrap-up show. I mean, Rob, what'd you think of NXT standard delivery? He's gonna, oh, Mickey James was great. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. I mean, actually, uh, Mickey James is out, man. Yeah, Mickey well, James is man, injured. Tough break. Um, and Josh Alexander's injured too, isn't he? Both of them, Oof. yeah. Um, yeah, they're both in. Both of their main event players are injured. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, impact, how impact rallies, and 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 kind of you know adjust on the fly here. Well, because maybe, now... hey, maybe they can call the good close personal friend Tony Khan to do him a solid. Because oh uh, yeah, just send Kenny Omega right over there. He'll fix oh, it all yes. like he did last time. Because well, he's friends with everyone, and that's why that whole thing started. The Forbidden Door and wrestling was for everybody, and we're going to help every. Yeah, and. Peace, peace, love, dope. Well, because yeah. um, well now Mickey's not. Well, mm. she's gonna try to make it back for the next um, pay per view. She said basically because they they have what's gonna be a title match, and she said that either she'll come back to be the third woman in the match, or she'll come out there and relinquish the title. So, and then whoever yeah. wins that match will be the because you know they're not gonna do this. They're not gonna do the stupid interim champion <clears throat> thing. Yeah. And then, that um, stinks for her, man, because this run has been incredible. Oh yeah, it has. It has. This, it's been. This has been a great run for this her. This should have ended on her terms. Yeah. That so. sucks. But, All uh, right. And then, but Josh Alexander is he's going to be out for a while, and that that really sucks for him because he's on the best run of his career too. Yeah, that stinks for both of them. Best of luck. Hope they both heal up and and get back to work. You know when their bodies are ready. Okay, but now that now that I have the I have the NXT card in front of me now, look like on my phone here. Okay, so, <laughs> so yes, um, well, okay, so what am I looking forward to here? What are the matches here? Okay, um, the five-way, the fatal five-way match, I think is going to be fun for the North American title. Um, I think the, the latter match for the women's championship will be fun, will be good. And the main event, um, 
I see the word, I see the name Johnny Gargano in a sanctioned match, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> We're getting Broadway, brother. <laughs> um, you know, um, yeah, I mean, well, you're right, because um, this, this show starts it starts at one. But honestly, even with the stipulations and the multi man and the whatever, everything else on that card, none of those are going long. So I feel like, yeah, Johnny and Johnny can go a little crazy. <clears throat> Well, okay, so it starts at one. Well, all right, so put it this way. If, if they run through the other matches all by, like, two or 2.15, well, then you know then, then you know, you know what's coming. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a Johnny Wrestling Classic. It's like, look, look, back when back in the day when you look at the clock, it says, nine o'clock, it says 8.30, and then him and they finished all the other matches, and him and Chomp are coming out. I was like, oh, here we go. We got, we, you better sit down for 30 minutes, brother. <laughs> You're going to get one of the greatest matches you've seen. I mean, well, it, and it will, because look, those matches he and Chomp had were really good. The matches he and Adam Cole had are really good. I just couldn't make it through all of them. Okay. Uh, Rob's got a 20-minute threshold. After 20 minutes, Rob starts to starts to check out and look at his phone, and he gets himself into trouble on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> or, or, you know, I'm, or, you know, I might, you know, I might tweet the, 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 one of the wrap it up gifts or whatever, and somebody, <laughs> yeah. and somebody's like, what are you talking about? It's five-star match. And, and, uh, yeah, Rob gets in trouble on the bird app. <laughs> yeah. yeah well, 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 no, see, I, I, well, now I get in trouble here. Okay. <laughs> now we give him shit here. He can't now, escape now, it. Yeah, because you know, because now you guys and Tony have turned me into to Jim Cornette. Because <laughs> let's see, they got Rob hates everything. Hey, maybe if you liked something once in a while, it wouldn't wouldn't ring so true. Because look, they got they got two girls matches on this NXT card. <laughs> two girls matches. What's going on here? Oh, they managed God. to fit 10 women on this premium live event and, and Rob's going to have a meltdown. <laughs> well, I'm not, you know, no, I'm doing, I'm doing my Jim Cornette impersonation, everybody. This is not how I really feel. This okay. is a bit, if you, if you're right. new to the show, yeah. this is absolutely a bit. Rob is probably one of the biggest supporters of women's wrestling. Yeah. Legit. But yeah. they got two girls matches and one of them, they got five girls in a ladder. Actually, there's six. There's six women in a ladder, Rob. Six women in a ladder. Yeah, and it's going to be awesome. <clears throat> like, why do they got girls matching with furniture? Because it's going to be awesome, Corny. <laughs> Go watch someone, you know, hang out with your wife. <laughs> but to be fair, Corny, he, he hates, like, he hates multi-man matches also. So, <laughs> so for what it's worth. There you go. Uh, I, for one, am looking forward for to Braun and uh, Mello because that's been, obviously, you know, it's WrestleMania weekend. It's the only place it could be. We've been building to it for a long, long time, but they've also been really, really good at keeping those guys pretty separate, storyline-wise. Oh, yeah. Um, it's, it's amazing that they really haven't crossed paths more than they have, you know, because the NXT, you know, storyboard and locker room isn't that big. So, yeah, and it's it feels it feels like it it doesn't it doesn't have a big fight feel, but at the same time it feels like an event and it feels like very much a crossroads and a next chapter, however you want to put it. Um, it's just this this isn't the end or it's not the season finale, but it's the end of something. Um, then the question remains, obviously, who 
just who, if anyone, goes up to the main roster. But I guess we'll find that out at WrestleMania Raw, I believe they're calling it, or Raw WrestleMania. I think because they've if you guys noticed they've officially branded the SmackDown before <laughs> and the the Raw after. It's SmackDown WrestleMania, and they even have a logo. And then it's Raw WrestleMania or WrestleMania Raw, and they have a logo. Very well, that's cool. what I was saying at the beginning of the show, man. And technically, these days, and especially this year, WrestleMania weekend lasts four. This is a four-night event. Well, you know, between Friday night and Monday night, bookending, you know, the weekend. And you said it perfectly. Like, technically, WrestleMania weekend. No, they're making it official now. Yeah. Like it's not. It's just, it's a part. It is part of the show, brother. It says so on the marquee. That's so excellent. Yeah. All, awesome. all in all, I already I already warned Tina. I'm like, honey, you are going to be a, a wrestling widow this weekend. Uh, it's WrestleMania season between podcasts and you know that the shows. I, I plan on you know be, the only time I plan on getting off the couch on Saturday is for snacks, the bathroom break, and you know whatever may little incidentals may pop up. I'm looking forward to NXT. A uh, couple of the matches, obviously looking forward to Braun Breaker and Carmelo Hayes. Look, I'm, and I'm as much as I'm interested in the match, I'm interested in the aftermath. Who wins? Does somebody go up to the main roster? Does nobody go up to the main roster? Um, you know, how does that pan out? We'll see how that goes. Looking forward to a good match either way. The NXT Women's Championship ladder match. <clears throat> it's got three of my absolute favorite women in this match. And there is... I'm a little worried about this one because this one has uh, stunt stunt show potential. Oh, uh, yes. with just with Gigi Dolan being in there, Tiffany Stratton and uh, Zoe Stark. You know, between the three of them, there could be some insanity going on, and that's not taking anything away from the other women in the match. You know, Roxanne Perez, like uh, Le- I can never say this because I just my I'm not so good with the English these days. Lyra Valkyria. Um, and Indy Hartwell, you know, and Indy again being one of my favorites to go up to the main roster at some point in the near future. Looking forward to this match just for a variety of reasons. Um, unlike Rob, I'm looking forward to <clears throat> Grayson Waller and Johnny Gargano. Although I, I, I they better not go more than about 2025. 20, not for any particular reason. I like watching Johnny go, and Grayson Waller's as good as anybody out there. But I don't want any of the other matches getting cut off at the knees just so that these guys can have 40 minutes. I think that's my concern because I think the women, and we've mentioned this before, there've been some women matches over the last few months where it looks like they're going to get some time and then all of a sudden it's over. So, you know, I'm I'm really hoping, and, and this is a discussion we can have after WrestleMania about how much time the women are being allocated on, on each individual show. We don't have to go down that road tonight. Yeah, because I'm on that on that front. I'm particularly concerned about the women's tag team title match that has cut for time written all over it. Um, it does, um, and it just—I mean, there's some interesting stories there. I'm looking for Alba Fire and Isla Dawn to take that one. I think yeah, they've got an yeah. interesting combination going yeah. there. I think there's definitely some uh, some mileage to be gained out of those two girls holding those championships. Oh, me too. And I'm, I'm, I mean, I said a couple of weeks ago how much I liked what they were doing, and so I think they. It, they'd be perfect to win it here and to hold it for a while, because you know, I mean, because Fallon and Kiana, they're still pretty green, and I mean, you still, you know, they still got to kind of stage manage, you know, what they're doing as far as right. rings. Whereas Isla and Alba are veterans, you can just you can just put them in the ring and let them go. 
Well, and I and think with them, I also... my guess would be the ultimate plan is to send them back for the rebranding of NXT UK to NXT Europe. If that is indeed the case, you can give these two girls a good run with the tag team championships, and they can go back to whatever you know NXT Europe or whatever it's going to be. Go back there with with some pedigree behind them. Yeah. Yeah, and um, the, this shows that sometimes, sometimes, sometimes it's okay to go, hey, you have a spooky gimmick. Hey, you have a spooky gimmick. Let's put you together, see what happens. Because they've been doing great. It's been fun. Uh, it hasn't been, you know, I, you always wonder when, in, and, you know, especially in developmental when the, you're in NXT, when they're doing the supernatural stuff it can cross the line into hokey very 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 quickly uh and they've successfully in my opinion stayed on the right side of that line so yeah uh good stuff and i think i yeah they're they've got to be part of leading the charge over to nxt europe whenever that actually gets off the ground now now quick question here do we see the implosion of kiana james and fallon henley i mean i think that's kind of a foregone conclusion um I mean, I, I, well, I hope. I, I didn't ask if you were invested in it, Rob. No, no, no. no I, I was, <laughs> I was, I was going to say that I hope they stretch it out a little bit longer because you know um, they keep breaking up all these tag teams all the time, and and I, and like we know, yes, this one is destined to break up, obviously, but you know. I think give him another month at least. I mean, you know, I mean, at least time enough to put another team together to take their place. That's all. Right. Okay. All right. Well, unless you guys have any more thoughts on NXT stand and deliver, I think we can kind of move on from there. I'm good. Yeah. All right. Well, like I said at the beginning of the show, we got a lot to talk about. We've got two nights of WrestleMania. Got a lot going on. A lot to pick apart here, but before we get into that, I want to invite you to go over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. You've listened to us in your ears for over two years now. Now you can wear us on your body. That's right. You heard me. And if you didn't already know, the Mindless Wrestling Podcast has its own t-shirt up there now. Go check that out. Go pick that up for yourself, for your loved ones. Easter is coming up. That'd make a nice Easter gift for your kids, for your wife, for your husband, for your girlfriend, your boyfriend. Pick that up. Help some starving artists make a living. Now, let's get into it, guys. WrestleMania, and we I think it was Jason either last week or the week before said, it feels like I can't believe 12 months has gone by. I feel like we just did the wrap-up show for WrestleMania 38. Like, when I think of all the stuff that happened last year, it's literally in my head <clears throat> six months ago tops. Here's here's one that really really kind of messed with my brain. When in your brain did Roman Reigns pin Edge and Daniel Bryan? Because again, that's one of those things that also feels like it was fourteen months ago at most. It's insane that that was two years ago. Two years. Ago. Right. That was two absolutely mind blowing to me. <clears throat> that that I swear, we got out of we got out of quarantine and entered some sort of time warp. We did. Absolutely. We did. It's it's the weirdest damn thing. So, maybe or maybe <clears throat> we're all just getting old and you know. That is unfortunately a large part of it, my friend. 
Yeah. So we're going to kind of go around the card here a little bit, not going to do it in any particular order. However, I did want to talk about something rather interesting because we, you know, we, I, Rob and I were on with PC Tunney on the DWI podcast last week, and we talked a little bit of WrestleMania, and we all kind of had our thoughts as to which match should, obviously Roman and Cody are main eventing night two. We yeah. kicked around the question of who should main event night one, but there was also, you know, some discussion on, who was going to open the show? And Tony had his thoughts, and I don't know that Rob and I ever expressed ours. Interestingly enough, you know, there were a bunch of different names kicked around in, in different podcasts and on Twitter and everything like that. It sounds like, at least from what they were saying on Raw, that John Cena versus Austin Theory for the U.S. Championship is opening up WrestleMania. Yeah, they made it official, yes. They made it official. Oh, That's it? opening up WrestleMania. I find that extremely interesting, and I kind of, before we get too deep into the woods here, I wanted to get you guys' thoughts on that. Uh, Jason, what do you think? Good idea? Bad idea? What do you think about this idea? John Cena's probably got a plane to catch. So you think it's very much a get in, get him in and out of there quick? <laughs> I mean, you know, that's the that's the snooty answer and the you know nerdy answer. But no, I mean that's a hey man, that's a crowd shot. John Cena is a lightning bolt for your crowd. Period. End of story. So yeah, I mean. One year, starting with Brock and Seth, really, like, you know, ripped. That was just just ripping things off with a rocket. I mean, starting things off with a rocket blast. Uh, so, yeah, I like it. Uh, I dig the I dig the big I- the idea of giving some sort of main event feel to the opening match, especially at a show like WrestleMania. All right. Another quick question here. Who wins it? Yeah. Do you think Austin Derry or is John Cena going to take the U.S. Championship home? I think he does it really scummily, but I think Austin Theory is going to win. Okay. It's going to be like a low, a pants low blow while hitting him in the head with a sledgehammer, you know, and, and the ref is, you know, just waking up from being hit with a, in the back of the head with a chair. All right. But, yeah, cool. no, he's going to get the one, two, three. So we so we've got a ref bump and shenanigans from Jason. Yeah, Rob, your thoughts on 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 the goat John Cena and uh, the the inevitable. He I think he's called the inevitable now. Austin Theory, your thoughts on them opening WrestleMania as a as a show? Um, man, I mean, for the longest time, I figured I had Austin Theory as a shoe in. Um. And, and so there, there, there's there been nothing leaked or reported about any plans for Cena post-WrestleMania. So there's no hint there. Because um, I think, look, if, if we knew for sure he was going to be around after um, WrestleMania, then I would say then, yeah, there's a good chance he would win. Um, I don't... Um, to me, it's a coin flip. To be honest, um, I can see reasons. I can see their reasons to have seen him win, what, and their reasons. What does that was my question though? What does champion Cena look like? Um, short, not there, yeah. not long. I mean, it's 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 there to if there's some um yeah, if there's someone else they had in mind to pass the title to that they want to make a big splash with. I mean, look, I think he could drop it as soon as Monday, to be honest, you know. Um, yeah. I don't think it would be a long situation. Um, but for the sake of 
you know, I'm just going to go with, I'm going to go with theory. I think he cheats and he wins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm in line with you guys. I think, I think theory retains. I like the idea of them opening the show. It gets the crowd hot. This is, they're, they're hyping this up to be a big deal. And that's a good way to get that crowd rocking. John Cena opening the show. Now, if he loses, you know, it, and so that's it, the that, only problem. If, if he, come, like, if he loses, <clears throat> then you take the air out of the balloon. Yeah, right. So it's it's good. That's an interesting it's an interesting gamble. It really is, and that's it's a gutsy call. I gotta looking at the card, and I'm and I'm gonna this is gonna play into something I'm gonna discuss with you guys a little bit later. I wouldn't no. want to be the one to lay this card out and have to worry about the pacing. No, because you can you could do like some sort of okie doke pin that happens, <clears throat> and then you know Cena AAs him after the fact and sends the crowd out of happy. So bye bye. I'm going back to Hollywood. All right. So, so I think it's from- all people John Cena can get that crowd back pretty good. Yeah, he can win that crowd back over in a heartbeat. <clears throat> so um, we're just going to bounce around both nights here. I'm not going to, you know, go in any particular order. We're going to talk about a few matches. There's a couple things that I want to lay out in a certain way because I want to kind of pick your brain on them. Next up, let's talk about the special four team match uh, from SmackDown. Ron Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Pop Profits versus Alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. I like everybody involved in this, but this match kind of smells like we got to shoehorn these guys in somewhere. It also smells like, uh, to me, like clusterfuck. That too. So, um, And I hate saying that because I like all eight guys in this match. I truly and honestly do. Yeah, same here. Check the tape. We, you can find tape of all three of us putting all these guys over at some point. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's just an interesting collection of human beings and characters uh, and wrestlers and wrestling styles. Yeah. So, yeah. Who you got winning this one, Jason? I think it's going to be... Mm. Alpha Academy hasn't actually held a title yet, have they? Oh, yeah, oh they, they did. Were, they, yeah. they, uh, yeah, they were battling with RK Bro for a little while. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is how you stamp the new and improved Viking Raiders. Um, and I like them, and you know, ta- uh, Ivar's from around here. Um, so let's go with them. All yeah, right. I'm gonna do it with the, the new and improved Viking uh, Viking Raiders. Not okay. unfortunately the bit uh, the vicious Viking Raiders. What was that for a little while? Something like that. Yeah. They, I don't know. They were the Viking Experience, and then the War Vikings, and I I don't even hell know at this first point. Came back and she got re, like then they got kind of soft rebranded. They were the vicious Viking Raiders, I believe. That's and terrible. That finally, that yeah. finally got dropped. That must have been in one of the weeks of SmackDown that I missed because I don't even remember that. That's like an afterthought. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but this latest rebrand is pretty awesome. So yeah, yeah. I mean, they could have just kept War Machine from their, you know the name they had before they got there. And, <clears> and uh, that, no, we can't. <sighs> well, okay. Now the Viking Raiders. James is- Rhodes is War Machine, dude. Don Cheadle is is War Machine. Oh yeah. And there's going to be a TV, Disney Plus TV show called War Machine in, like, a year. Yeah, that name, unfortunately, just had to go as soon as they got yeah. to AEW, WWE, whoever. Who you got winning this one, Rob? 
I think this is the typical Braun Strowman WrestleMania match where you're going to have a bunch of, you know, you're going to have everybody doing stuff. It's going to be a bunch of spots. Everybody's going to get their stuff in. And you end up, and then you're going to get the, the you know, Braun slamming the guy and Ricochet jumping off his shoulders. One, two, three. All right. So let me ask you this, because, and this will play into a little bit of discussion that I want to have in a few minutes. Do you think this is that death match? Do you think this one gets the death match slot? Um, no. No? I think, uh, no, I think, um, no, I don't think this one gets it. I think okay. Be, I, think the, I think the other <laughs> showcase match might get it, but not this one. Well, since we're speaking of that, <laughs> there you go. let's go into the women's showcase match. We have Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez versus Natalia and Shotzi versus Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Um, yeah, I got, we kind of had a feeling they had to figure out a way to get Ronda Rousey on the WrestleMania card. And since she wasn't wrestling any of the big four women, uh, I guess this was the next best thing. Um, I'm going to start off here. I'm going to call for an upset just because Sonya Deville is way past due for some flowers. She's put some incredible, uh, character work in on TV in the last two years. I think she, and she's been like the whipping girl to the stars for the last year, at least. I think she's due. And I dig what Chelsea, and I never thought I'd say this. I dig what Chelsea Green's doing right now as a character. Um, I'll say, yeah. look, I, I like both of them. Um, again, yeah, I think none of us, we, we always make fun of Chelsea Green. And I'll go ahead and say, um, out of all the women he's brought, Hunter's brought back, I'd say she is, uh, she's, go, she's, I think she's going to be the most, you know, successful one, I think, um, out of all the women he brought back, because she came in day one playing a character or, or having a personality. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> the other, I mean, so, and, and she's, she's nailing it. And, and look, she, and, I mean, she, done personality and character work on the indies for a lot of years so it's not foreign to her no. um, and so well, her stuff with robert stone in nxt was really good yeah yeah so it's i mean so it sh- we you shouldn't be surprised that you know that she put something together here as soon you know um now as far as but no uh, and you shouldn't be surprised that it's actually watchable when she has other people writing her stuff yeah Right. Yeah, just don't don't ask her for creative ideas. Right, because it's exactly. gonna be, you know. she's incredible at executing most of your ideas that you're trying to get across. Trust me, right. she's excellent character work. Right. Um, but I think in this case, um, this is the Shayna and Rhonda show here. Um, because, and look, I always make fun. Of, look, I always bring up every year, you know, the, what I call the other you know, wacky tag team match, and and now this year we get two wacky tag team matches. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so this is that um because but i mean shana looks ronda basically said i, I don't want to be smackdown women's champion anymore because i want to do this um yeah so if you're going to grant her that request i mean you need to do something productive with it and they should win this match and they should win the women's tag team titles, I think, because if not, then, you know, look, I mean, if they're not going to do that, if, if they're not going to like with the, the two girls who want to be a team together and 
you know, Ronda, by having Ronda as a women's tag team champion, you'll, you will get the titles on a pay-per-view. It, you know, you're, you're much better chance of getting a women's tag team title match on a pay-per-view if Ronda is one of the women's tag team champions. And the fact that her and Shayna want to do this, um, if you're not going to go full speed ahead with them, then it's time to have that conversation about the women's tag team division and, you know, and be honest. Yeah. All right. Jason, what are your thoughts on this one? Uh, I look for Ronda and Shayna to win this. And like Rob said, I mean, this is the Rob, uh, Ronda and Shayna showcase. Um, thanks for coming, everybody. Thanks for getting uh, on the show. Here's your WrestleMania check. And we're going to take this story to at least SummerSlam. Yeah, I know I'm going on a very, very thin, brittle limb by picking Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. I am well aware of that fact. But I like I said, there, there's got to be an upset somewhere. They did it with, you know, Zack Ryder nine years ago or some shit like that, where he inexplicably, for whatever reason, won the Intercontinental Championship and then lost it 24 hours later on Raw. Yeah. That so a- I, I, and I, I pop for stuff like that. So like I said, that's me fan booking, although, you know, that, that the realist in me knows better. So, all right, let's get into one that I, I can safely say this entire podcast is looking forward to. Meaty men slapping meat over the Intercontinental Championship. We've got IC mm-hmm. champion Gunther in a triple threat match versus Sheamus versus Drew McIntyre. This is just going to be, as JR would say, a slobber knocker. I, I'm so looking forward to these guys beating the absolute hell out of each other. This will probably be low-key one of my matches of the weekend. Rob, what do you think? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. And um, they're going to beat the shit out of each other real good. And it's it's going to be, there's going to be stuff in there that, you know, that we'll get, I'm sure it's going to get replayed over and over again. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. And just these three guys are just going to beat the hell out of each other. It's going to be a lot of fun, I think, and and brutal in a good way. Yeah. So who wins this one, Rob? Do they do they keep Gunther moving, or does do, do one of the other two guys uh, step up? Uh, I'm, I'm personally rooting for Sheamus. Um, I could see Gunther winning. I guess the only thing I um, the only thing I don't want is I don't want this to turn into another Drew Sheamus feud. As much as I like watching them fight each other, um, we don't. I mean, they've you know, broken up and gotten together and broken up and gotten, I, I, I don't need to see that again. Right. Um, so I hope that is not the fallout of this. Um, yeah, I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to go with Seamus and I think Seamus is going to pin Drew and Drew is going to get up and they're going to hug it out and all that. And, you know, all right, Jason, what do you think, bud? Uh, it, I'm like you guys, you know, I don't think this podcast needs to go get any more excited about meaty men slapping meat, but oh my God, this is going to be amazing. It's going to be like a thunderbolt fighting, you know, a rainstorm fighting a tornado. Uh, so. Uh, Who's your winner? And as far as the, the fans. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, my winner, honestly, I can I can talk myself in all three of them, but I think I think yeah, Seamus by some sort of you know 
oh shucks you got me kind of pin on drew like yeah like some sort of got the tights but whatever i'm not mad about it because you won't scallywag you yeah something like that. i i i think the the finish of this match is gonna depend very heavily on what the finish of the main event tonight too is gonna be um I could see a scenario where Sheamus wins, Gunther loses, Gunther moves into the main event scene for the summer, potentially main eventing SummerSlam or or something like that in a couple of months, depending on how they feel about his trajectory. I know there was a report a couple about a week or so ago that said that they're not ready to pull the trigger on Gunther yet. And if they don't, I'm fine with it. But that's just kind of in my head. If certain people in the main event scene take a break, after WrestleMania, you're going to need a heavy hitter to take up that slot, and Gunther may be that guy. Uh, let's stick with the theme of meaty men slapping meat and go into one that, man, a lot of people shit all over. But after this Monday night and Raw, I am just injected into my veins, Brock Lesnar and Omos. Yes. I, yeah. Man, that segment on Monday, the weigh-in was so goddamn good because Brock came out there. He, dude, he was moving like a light heavyweight. Brock yeah. was out there moving. He was out there to kill. And I like this. I like this pairing because, again, I think I said this a couple of weeks ago. We now have Brock Lesnar for one of the few times in his career punching up, like punching yeah, up it, at a guy who's bigger than him, stronger than him, and can absolutely body him around that ring. This this excites me like this gets the fan in me. Hyped up and, and Brock totally. If I wasn't sold already, Monday night they reeled me in. Uh, Omos with the with the broken scale like it was a sword was absolutely yes. incredible stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and um, just, like you said, oh, go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry. No, I just was. That was just amazing. He just he just picked it up like it was a cudgel and he was just gonna bean Brock over the head with it. Yeah, and um, I think look the fact that you said you know we said Brock moving around there and he, he and everything that's a good sign because you know worst case you know I think you know some people were worried that we were going to get you know uh, mail it in Brock and yeah. you know and we haven't seen that Brock since Moxley okay um well because well yeah, um probably not um, no he's right it's been everybody else Brock put on the work boots for. Yeah. Balor, Samoa Joe, Daniel Bryan, obviously Roman Reigns, um, yeah. Bobby Lashley. I mean, Brock Lesnar comes to work. I just him and Moxley just totally different wavelengths, man. Well, he, he didn't he didn't like Braun. Uh, but no, him oh, and Braun. Yeah. It's just you know, yeah. Uh, but that was that, it's been a few years for that. Yeah, year true. Also, but, for sure. But um, <clears throat> yeah. Um, But I think this is going to be good because Brock, I mean, it's, again, he, the fact that, you know, we're not going to get mailed in Brock here. Um, and that was, honestly, that's, that's really the only concern anyone should have had because, I mean, w- what's there to be upset about with, I mean, they're going to go, what, six or seven minutes and they're going to just land some heavy shots and they're going to no-sell some stuff and, you know, almost will probably hop back up after the first F5. And you know, and which will be great when 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 Brock get, when Brock gives him the first F five and he just hops up like I don't fucking care, dude. That's gonna be you know, I mean, I'm sorry, that's gonna be outstanding. Okay, absolutely. Um, and then I mean, so look, I, and I've said this before. Okay, 
matches like this pay the rent for your mm-hmm. 45 minute work rate extravaganzas on in other companies or whatever okay um matches like this pay the rent for those matches so and if, if you're that dead set on not wanting to see this it's going to be six or seven minutes go to the bathroom i i'm sorry man as to steal jason's tagline you're watching this fundamentally differently than i am if you're not excited for brock lesnar versus almost it's going to be a sprint of a match it's not going to go it won't go eight minutes including entrances no and there's going to be some great spots capped off by a thunderous f5 that and i've said this before on multiple podcasts it's an f5 that our kids will watch when they're our age Yes. You yep. know, when we're dead and gone, all, WWE will still have that as part of their video package. Yes. That's what I've been saying from day one of this match. I'm like, it's there to put a new clip in the logo for 100 years. Yep. And and there's nothing wrong with that, people. No, not at all. I mean, the very again, I, you know, going back to stuff that I've referenced a million times, the very first WrestleMania, one of the marquee matches with the, the body <clears> slam <throat> challenge between Andre the Giant and Big John Studd. And quite frankly, that's all that match needed to be. Okay. Yeah. At that point in their careers, yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's fine. It's gonna it's gonna be a few minutes, and you know what? If you if live, yeah. Go go to the bathroom if you if you hate it that much. I mean, go order your food. It's probably yeah. gonna be right in the middle of the card. Yeah. Pull out just, your your app of choice. Yeah. Order your favorite happy meal. Go get it, or you know, have it delivered to you. And by the time it gets to your door, you know, you'll probably be on the next match. So, so yeah. you'll be fine. All right. So, Rob. Yes. Rob. Yes. We're we're we're, we're going to talk some women's wrestling now. Okay. 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 Rob, do you want to go on mute? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob, they got, they got four girls matches on this show. Four. How do they get four <laughs> girls matches? On this show? Rob's going to go on Do Not Disturb for a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> So let's talk about a match that a lot of people aren't talking about for whatever reason. Uh, Raw Women's Champion Bianca Belair, if I can say it, my God, uh, versus uh, Challenger Asuka. And there hasn't been a whole lot of hype, and a lot of people are kind of disappointed because Asuka debuted this hybrid of her Kana. Is it Kana? Kana character from Japan with the face paint and the slightly different attitude, a bit more vicious. Um, And then they kind of, it doesn't feel like they really went anywhere with it. At least that's what some people's feelings are. So there's an argument that could be made that this match didn't have enough hype behind it, enough push behind it. But I think this is a match, and I'm going to tell people now, don't sleep on this one. Don't sleep on this. Uh, You know, Bianca Belair is a, a tried and true tested athlete who can go out there and have an incredible match with just about anybody Asuka may be her toughest challenge to date because she's wrestled great wrestlers against Sasha Banks. She's wrestled great wrestlers against Becky Lynch and Bailey. She hasn't wrestled a force of nature like Asuka since she was in NXT. And Asuka's a heavy hitter. She's not as dynamic as other people in the ring, but she's she's a good striker. She's a great submission wrestler. And, and this is going to be an interesting contrast to styles. For Bianca Belair. And I'm, for one, as a wrestling fan, not even somebody who's hyped for any story or lack thereof, I'm this 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 speaks to the to the work rate nerd in me. 
I'm looking forward to this one. Jason, what do you think? I, I I actually was asking myself that same question. I'm like, well, they haven't really like built this, you know. Con, uh, excuse me, well, Kana, but Oscar's um, just kind of back with this new personality, and it's different. And but it ended, and it just ends up at the end of the day. Well, you're the champion. I'm a really, really good wrestler. I would like to wrestle you, please. I mean, that's what it all be, like boils down to. And and then I also thought about, well, yeah, but they could have explained, you know, Asuka's, you know, newest transformation. And, you know, because we know, the, the, the fan fans, the, the Marks, we know that she's doing homages or whatever, some sort of hybrid with her old Kana character. But as far as WWE concerned, it's a new, it's a, just a shift in the character. It's like, oh, do you want to explain that? Do you want to explain this to the audience? And then I go, no, because at this point they haven't explained why Asuka is the way she is generally. So you know what? It's Asuka. It's Bianca. She's the Raw Women's Champion. Let's just go to work. This is one of those that you really don't have to think. I'm. I definitely think they could have fleshed it out more, could have given it way more time. But at the same time, it really doesn't need much more. I'm so excited for the match, and I can't be, you know, oh, my God, this is going to be the best match ever about every match on a WrestleMania card that's going to be two days. Right. So it's okay. I'm excited. Let's go to work. Rob, any thoughts on this one? Um, All right. So with with the build for the match, I mean, I – Yes, the match is going to be match be great, but I think I think you do have to issue some commentary here on just the total lack of effort that was put into this. I mean, it's not again; it's again, it's, it's lack of effort. It's like they didn't even try. They they had a couple of matches on TV where there was some aftermath where they were staring at each other, and then they had, and then then they had you know then they had the will they coexist tag team match in where of course they didn't um and that's i'm sorry that's a disgrace um and you know this this is your you know this is your raw women's championship and it it barely got any time on tv you know over the last six weeks and there were a couple weeks where they dumped it in they dumped it in in the 10 15 quarter hour which is like that's that's the abyss, basically. That's okay. the death slot. Yes, and so you're doing that with your women's championship. Um, so no matter how the result turns out, no matter how good the match goes, um, I, I think you you can't like that has to be noted that just to me that they did because I mean it's one of those things if if you keep letting them do it, they're gonna keep doing it. Yeah, and and that's what and maybe it's not a big deal as a one-off or in this one particular instance, but look with 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 the whole women's wrestling thing, you 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 can't let up. You have to keep being making noise about this stuff because if you let them, if you let them half-ass it, they will. Yeah, and, if you come off the gas, then they'll, you know, they'll yeah. do what they're gonna do. And you know, I've said this in a couple places. I mean, I think it's time to be concerned that. That they may, you know, that they do Bianca like they do Charlotte a lot of times, but just send her out there. Yeah. Just here, you know, you're go do your thing. 
you know, yeah. <laughs> um, and not put a whole lot of effort into writing stories and all that stuff. I mean, um, because you can just, there's a, I mean, you can get, cause you can get a whole lot of just sending Bianca, just sending her out there and, you know, and you know, don't want them to fall into that because if they, again, if they can get away with it, they will. If they, if, mm-hmm. if they feel like they don't have to put a lot of effort into to what you're doing and can get a decent enough return, that's what they're going to do. Um, they will. Um, and again, uh, you know, um, they, they do it with, and they don't just do it with some of the women, they do it with some of the men also, but still, I mean, it's, um, so there's just, a larger discussion to be had about the, the current trajectory of the women's division in general. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, that, that's a whole, <laughs> and we can topic. table that until after mania, but there's yeah. definitely a discussion that needs it, to be had. It's, it's a whole show topic. And well, and I, yeah, it, it definitely ebbs and flows in weird areas because while this is happening and I don't disagree and I just got done saying they could have given this a lot more effort. I'd argue at the same token that, you know, the, um, you know, I think I did that uh, Charlotte and Rhea should main event. So it's like, is it the division or is it just, are they doing this to Bianca? You know, did, are yeah. they doing the, the, what Rob said, just send her out there. Um, well, I think, well, so I think I this not, not, but... in this case, this, they are, I think in this case, they are just sending her out there. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and look, and she's got a great opponent to just be sent out there against. Um, but yeah. um, this time, yeah, they absolutely are just sending her out there. All right, real quick, Jason, who wins? Oscar. Rob? Bianca. All right. Uh, I'm going to say Asuka. Uh, we need, uh, uh, Bianca has reached a point where she needs to face some adversity. And I, I think for some character development growth, I think it's going to be good. And it's, we'll see. I, uh, that's where I'm going with Asuka this, this time around, much as I love Bianca, you know, it's, I'm going with Asuka. And I, I think, uh, WrestleMania, that'll be 365 days for Bianca, won't it? Uh, yeah. And so Trisha note, she's already the longest reigning black wrestler in WWE history holding there you go congratulations to her and you know what if she keeps on trucking after Wrestlemania totally down for that yeah all right oh yeah let me see here what's another one let's get into wow there's I want to kind of now you know what we're going to do we're going to talk some more women's wrestling I want to do Becky Lynch Lish Lita and Trish Stratus way too many consonants in one in one title uh versus damage control this one this one's fun you know looking forward to seeing lita and trish you know in the ring i think trish has got a bit more gas in the tank than lita does these days lita's body is just she's got a history of injuries uh gonna keep this one short and sweet i think damage control wins i think trish stratus turns on becky lynch Building up towards a SummerSlam match with Becky Lynch. Spicy. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Damage Control also because, good God, you know, these poor Stormtroopers. They need something, man. Food. We we are we are re- reaching retribution territory yeah. with Damage yeah. Control at this point. Yeah. It's pretty bad. So, yes, let's right the ship with a win over some legends and a soon-to-be Hall of Famer. And let's keep this thing trucking, because um, yeah. maybe one of the goons, maybe one of the goon squads in the 
you know, <clears throat> women's tag team match can be a transitional blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, we can definitely write the ship with uh, damage control. Um, so, but hopefully they do. All right, Rob? Uh, I, I would say, yeah, they really do need to win really badly. I, I And we, but until it happens, Y'all know me. I'm Mr. Patterns and Tendencies. So, um, um, until the pattern gets broken, um, if I had to make an official prediction, I was going to stick with the pattern. And um, it's just like this this, this is approaching retribution territory. um, And like the end, look, the only, only, the only worse. The only thing worse than that was when the Riot Squad was getting beat like a drum by Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda going into 35. Um, yeah. That, that, no, that's, that, is, that is rock bottom when you're just getting killed in two minutes every week. Um, so they're not there yet, but um, they need to win something because they don't, they don't win nothing. And, and to uh, be fair, they're trying because EO Sky had a hell of a match with Becky Lynch on Raw. Like yeah, that was a hell of a good competitive match. Yeah, it was. And 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 then he lost. Clean as a whistle. Just one yeah. Three. Come mean, on, guys. I was trying to throw him a bone here a little bit. I Jesus. Mean, <laughs> I mean, it's... Now, I know what you're saying, Rob. It's... Yeah, yeah. We've reached that point where it's like, okay... Let's shit or get off the pot here. Doug, after three movies, finally, at least a short, a storm, uh, storm trooper shot Leia. Yeah. Like, come on. We got to get something here. Yeah. I mean, it's because otherwise, I mean, what are we doing? Well, the <laughs> other angle is if you listen to Becky Lynch's promo on Monday night, and it was a really good promo between her and Bailey, the whole segment was really good. Like, I haven't really been hyped about this until Monday night. Ba- uh, Bailey went out and gave a pretty impassioned promo, but then Becky Lynch turned it back on her. She's like, this is EO Sky. She was a former NXT champion. She was a badass. What did you do to her? This is Dakota Kai. She was a badass. She's an ex-tag team champion. What did you, what did you, Bailey, do to these two? And, and basically playing to that, they're basically goons for you. Why are they following you? That could very well come into place, you know, either Saturday or Sunday night, whichever night this match ends up being on. That, that, well, that was something that I hadn't even considered until just now. Well, if that happens, and that means they're probably going to, well, they're going to walk out on Bailey, and then Bailey's going to get beat in the middle of the ring one, two, three. Um, well, then there's that too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you know. Uh, what the hell were we doing this whole time? Either that or the WrestleMania the- debut. Or they'll lose the match and then then they'll walk out on Bailey if it's going to go that route. I mean, I, 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 all right. So let's get into a portion that I we've got four matches that I want to talk about. And there's been a lot of speculation kicked around as to what was going to be the main event of night one. And a lot of people speculating that it could be Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus the Usos. A lot of people kicking around the idea that it should be. SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte versus Challenger and Royal Rumble winner Rhea Ripley. However, there are two intriguing matches where, given the weight, given the levity, actually there's three other matches that legitimately could main event night one, and I want to get into one of them. 
Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. You know, Seth, it, 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 hear me out. Seth is white hot right now. White hot. Okay. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Logan Paul is Logan Paul. And let's be realistic about what Logan Paul brings to the table in terms of exposure, in terms of viewers, and, and the fact that the guy's legit. Whether we like him or not, as a as a person, as a WWE superstar, Logan Paul's got it. And, and and there's a scenario where I can now this one of the three matches that I'm thinking of, aside from the Usos and Sam, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owen, of the three I'm looking at, this one's in third place. But <clears throat> this match intrigues me. I think the guys have been putting in the work, and and I liked Seth's promo on Monday Night Raw. Because Seth is, you know, happy go, you know, just happy go lucky, the silliness, the craziness. But for a minute, he got real. And he's like, look, he's like, Logan Paul's got the best of me, not once, but twice. He's like, if I can't, if I don't beat Logan Paul at WrestleMania, I'm the joke. I'm the problem. And that, to me, at least foreshadows some character development. So... Rob, we'll start with you. What do you think? Uh, does this match, in your estimation, potentially main event night one? Nah. No. Okay. And what's your hype level for this match, and who do you think is winning? Oh, it's going to be great. I mean, it's. Um... <clears throat> Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I got Logan Paul winning because he, he lost to Roman. Um... Yeah, I got him winning this one, and then because I saw there, you know, some reports, you know, that they're kicking around the idea of him and Cena at some point, maybe. Um, See, I read a report today that his contract's up after WrestleMania. Well, oh, Logan Paul. Yeah. Oh well. Um, Take that with a grain of salt, because it was from as as they like to say on the DWI from the dirtiest of dirt sheets. Okay. Well, if. Well, if that's true. Then he's then he's going out on the back. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know. Um, but I think you know what. Um, well, if not, I'll pick him to win because, I mean, what's I mean, Seth Rollins at WrestleMania since what well, he won at thirty five. Since then, he's been the put people over guy. Um, zero and four, I think. Yeah, uh, Kevin he lost Owens. to Kevin Owens. He lost to Cody Rhodes. Uh, there was Cesaro in between. <laughs> lost them. to Cesaro. <laughs> um, yeah, so if he if he loses if he loses uh, this weekend, man, he's zero and four for the last four WrestleManias. And but that would put him in company like Triple H. I mean, yeah, Triple H it, lost a lot of for all the talk about him burying people. Triple H lost a lot of WrestleMania matches to a lot of different people. He did, uh, and a lot of people forget all that. Yeah, um, so if that's, I mean, it'd go either way. I mean, I guess, yeah, it just depends on what they want to do with Logan Paul afterwards because, I mean, you like at some point he, he needs to win something else again. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I mean, who knows? 
All right, Jason, I already know your answer to the first question. You think no way in hell this main event's night one. We can move on from that. Hype level for the match, and who's winning? I actually did talk myself into a world. I was like, yeah, the celebrity match. It is the main event of night one, which is still not quite the main event. It's a consolation prize. It's kind of a consolation prize. It's a very, very shiny silver medal, but it is a silver medal nonetheless. Um but yeah, I could I could see a universe where that happens for sure. I still wouldn't book it that way, but no, I I take back my kind of shocked face. Okay. But in, in any case, who wins? I think Seth Rollins wins this. I think he's put, I, think, I think he puts Logan Paul's face in the mat. Yeah, I think so too. Because I don't think even a, a win a loss to Roman doesn't even really count. And even if he does stick around past this contract or past WrestleMania, I don't think we'll feel any which way about Logan Paul losing a bunch. Um, so, and yeah, Seth should win. It's WrestleMania. He is the wrestler, Seth, you know, so Logan is still, you know, getting his feet wet as it were. Yeah. I, um, I see Seth winning this. All right. Let's go into another one that, and, and hear me out on this because of the nature of the match, because of what they're doing with it, because of the fact that it's WrestleMania and it's the spectacle and my third point being, I would want to have to follow this match. Edge versus the Demon Finn Balor in Hell in a Cell. This is oh, one that a lot of people aren't talking about could potentially main event night one. I mean, if you're a worker, would you want to follow that? No. And plus the little spectacle of lowering the cage and, you know, you do right. the thing, the entrance with the demon and the Edge is going to whip out some crazy entrance. I wouldn't be shocked at all if, you know, that this, yeah, this could main event night night two simply just on a logistical sale. Night one, uh, night one. Night, night uh, two's uh, already night locked five. in. <laughs> yeah, night two's been locked in for a while. Um, from a logistics standpoint, though, this could just main event night one because, hey, then we don't have to clean up all the fog and the stupid stuff and raise the cage and do this and do that and blah, 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 blah. Right. So... Also, I was weighing in the fact that Edge has already stated that he's starting to see, he can see the finish line. Now, whether the finish line is night one of WrestleMania this year or whether he's got another year left in him, Edge main eventing in asterisks, air quotes, and the whole thing, main eventing one more WrestleMania would be fun. I'd like to see it. Um, If we've got the demon Finn Balor, the demon's taking this one home. Rob, what are your thoughts, buddy? Um, I don't think this main event's night one. Um, I think it goes on the middle of the card, and then one of one of the death spot matches follows it. Okay. Um, and then I think Edge wins. Yeah, because you think Edge wins? Okay. Well, because I mean, if he doesn't win, then are they going to keep feuding? I mean, it's been a year. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this this feud has gone on forever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, it's yeah. been a good feud, but I mean, when when it's well, okay, when, I mean, well, the whole, like I've said a bunch of times, when the whole thing with Judgment Day, um, when Edge is involved, it works really well, and then the stuff with Dom and Rhea works really well. Um, and then when you, when you when you get outside of that wheelhouse, it gets kind of, eh. so, but, um, yeah, I think, yeah, he's got to win here. Uh, I mean, well, but I, mean, I think the feud is over here one way or the other. I just, yeah. So with yeah, that being mind, I mean, I don't see what we get out of 
you know, like Finn Balor's not going to win the undisputed championship a month later or something. I mean, so I don't see how him winning here actually propels him to anything. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, what's it going to propel Edge to? Edge well, he's has Edge. already lost to the Tribal Chief. Oh, yeah. Well, but, I mean, he's Edge. I mean, this, yeah. if this is the last, if this is the last, this is not his retirement match because right. he had it. He had it, it pegged for, like you said, like they're going to his hometown, like some point later on this year. Yeah. And he said it'll be around that time. Um, okay. so, so this is not his retirement match, um, but it probably is his last WrestleMania. So I, I got him winning. All right, Jason, who's winning? Who you got on this one? The Demon Finn Balor. Demon Finn Balor. All right. All right, let's move into another one that I think could potentially main event night one. And this one has very emotional implications. And we're going to talk for a couple minutes about one Dominic Mysterio. Uh, But, man, that pop when Ray finally, finally lit his ass up on Friday night. That's the shit done right. Like... You know, that's just and from a storyline standpoint. And I, I, the only thing is, though, I made this joke on the DWI podcast. I, was, I don't know if it was Rob was on there because I did two nights with DWI. I did one night with Rob and Tunney, and I did one night with AJ Balaz and Tunney. And I made the joke. I was like, I'm watching this Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio feud build and build and build. And for the last couple of months, Ray is like, no, nah, I can't fight my son. I can't fight my son. I can't do that. I can't do that. Man, I didn't grow up in that house. If I had bowed up at my dad, oh my dad, my dad, look, y'all wouldn't be talking to me right now. <laughs> we would not have waited until WrestleMania. Daryl Senior would have been like, "Oh, you think you got a set? You think you want to go?" I'll. He would have dragged me in the ring and whipped my ass from you know front row to nosebleeds on night one. Yeah, Daryl Senior was always ready for a fight, and he wasn't going to take any shit from his kids. Yeah, so just, I. I, I just to break down really quickly, uh, it is now time to begin the John Moxley blood wash. Nope, that's right. AEW's on. Well, We're well, recording well, he, the John well, Moxley blood watches in full effect. Well, because he, well, uh, he's he's wrestling now. That's why I said it's time to start the start the clock here. All um, right, the clock is running. So, okay. but, yeah, given the the emotional implication to this match, given the fact that they are in L.A. and as AJ Belas pointed out, it's close to the six one nine. They're kind of in their hometown. Um, this is another match that a lot of people haven't really been talking about could potentially main event night one. And this is one of those matches where I'm having a hard time calling a winner because I, from a storyline standpoint, Ray should whip that ass. Like Ray should beat that boy within an inch of his life. But Ray's nearing the end of the line. A lot of speculation that Ray may hang it up after this WrestleMania. I think Ray still has gas in the tank, but that depends. That's all up to him. But there's also, does he want to pass that? Does Ray Mysterio pass that torch to his kid? This is a match I'm having a hard time calling a winner on. Jason, what do you think? I think Ray wins this because I don't think, I don't know. I feel like if 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 this match. If this match ends with Dom winning, I feel like that's Ray's retirement match. So, I don't so know. A lot of people it's, feel it's, like it should be. I, no, he should retire. No. no. No? Okay. I, I, I'm not saying uh, I agree with him. I'm just telling you what I've, what I've read. No. And also, unfortunately, in this, you know, thing we've built, this image in our head we've built, that Ray's retirement also would coincide with 
you know, the passing of the torch to Dom. So I don't think we're there yet. Yeah. So, okay. yeah, Ray's got to stick around for a little while. We're not ready All for right. Ray Mysterio Jr. the third, or Ray Mysterio the third, excuse me. Um, but in any case, yeah, I, I look for Ray to win this. All right. Rob, your thoughts, sir? Okay, so out of all the possibilities you mentioned, this is actually the one um, that I think has a good chance of actually main eventing night one. Um, because, just again, and I'm, I'm going to start throwing out numbers here to you people. So, um, um, Basically, out of all the stuff um, that they've been building in this last couple of weeks, it's, it's, it's been the hottest thing. Um, it's been yeah. the one getting, uh, like the put us with that that segment from Friday, uh, within and it, it hit two million views on YouTube in over, like like a day or two. And wasn't um, it like seventeen million across all social uh, media? Yeah, across all the platforms. So um, yep. So that in twenty four I mean, hours. Yeah. So I mean, it's so it's right now. I mean, in terms of traffic, it's outdoing everything. Um. Right now, that's on the card. So, yeah, you could. I mean, if you're gonna if 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 you're gonna go off of that, then it it should main event night one. Um, and look, I think Charlotte and Rhea is a main event match, but they they did a better job building than they did with Oscar and Bianca. But I mean, they still didn't do it. They didn't do a great job building that either. I mean, um. So they haven't built it like a main event match. They haven't treated it like a main event match. So, um, I mean, it is one, but they haven't treated it like one. So the, they've treated Ray and Dom like a main event storyline. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you ask me, then honestly, I don't, you know, I don't think it's going to be Kevin and Sammy because the Usos. I, I, I kind of agree with the thinking that that should open night two. And it, you know, and that we should, you know, night two should be bloodline night. Um, but I think, yeah, I think, um, I th- think this one again, uh, this one has a right. They, they've, they've treated it like a main event thing and it's been built like a main event match. Um, and given that they're out on the West coast, we're raised from, <clears throat> um, yeah, I could very well see this being the night one main event. Um, I think Ray wins. If if that happens, I think Ray wins for sure. Yeah. So let's take a little side road here because th- this podcast owes one Dominic Mysterio a bit of an apology. Uh, we said many, many, many months ago that Dominic probably could have used a little stint down in NXT. The boy has been putting in the work. This this pairing with him and Judgment Day has absolutely been a home run. He is nailing this thing. He's improved in the ring. It's, you know, we talked, you know, about his ring work for a little while on an episode several months ago. And and Rob's point was he doesn't look believable in the ring. I think he's found that core set of moves that look really good for the type of worker he is. And the character work he's put in has been incredible. You know, at first he was a little doofy. He was kind of silly, but now it's, He's turning that corner and this character is evolving into, you know, one, somebody you want to see get punched in the mouth. And we got that Friday night. But two, if he continues to elevate, we've got, 
at least from a character standpoint, a, a guy who's who's really climbing up the ladder here. And maybe I'm reaching a bit too far. And if I am, you know, you guys, by all means, check me. But I'm digging what Dominic's doing right now. And I don't want to see a babyface Dominic run anytime in the near future. No. No. Um, look, Dominic, is he's a star of the group now. He is. And and again, I'm and you know, I'm, I'm yes, I'm. You know, our boss Greg DeMarco doesn't like it when I mention stats because he, you know, but I'm going to going to mention them anyway. Um, um, he he's like he's the star of the group now. Um, and the guy in back in September he was the guy. A lot of us were like, oh, okay. <laughs> and yeah. six months ago we were having a much different yeah. discussion about Dominic. But he he is the star of the group now. There is a reason that he gets the the most he gets the promo time now out of the group over everybody. Yep. Um he, he gets he gets more mic time than anybody in the group now. <clears throat> um there's a reason that when Rhea and Charlotte had their first face to face when it came time to talk it was actually Dominic and Charlotte talking. Um so yeah, I mean he he's the guy now in the group um and like the stuff they do that's a big hit all involves him. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it does. Um, I mean, and unless, um, well, yeah, I mean, just as far as the stuff they do, I mean, and not not counting for opponents because you know they had some, they had a couple weeks in there in the bloodlines, so of course that did huge. But, yeah. But not not accounting for opponents, the stuff they do that takes off now, it all involves him, and. He's a star of the group. He has come a long way in six months. Um, like you said, he found, as far as the ring work, he found stuff, you know, started doing stuff that works for him. And, you know, and stopped trying to be Rey Mysterio the third because right. that wasn't working for him. Um, he's too tall and he's too slow to be doing that stuff. Yeah, now he still he right. now he now still does a couple of things, but it's more in a kind of a mocking fashion. Right. Like he's not, yeah. he's not trying to be Rey in the ring anymore. And so I think that's been a real boost for him because, again, that wasn't working. Um, he was a step or two up from David San Martino. Okay. Yeah. For, for those of y'all who remember that. And let oh, me tell God, you, David San Martino was, was terrible. That was, look, it, David San Martino, uh, Sean, what was it? Sean Stasiak wasn't oh, very good. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, what was the other one? Uh, the Polish Hammer, Putski. Scott Putski wasn't very good. Um, Horace Hogan. Yeah. Terrible. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, he, now he wasn't that, he was, I don't think he was ever that bad, but he wasn't, he wasn't much better at first. Yeah. Um, so now you gotta wonder how much of that was intentional though. And, and, and I think back like sometimes, and cause this was still under the Vince banner and Vince sometimes did that. He did this with Kurt Angle. He brought Kurt Angle in as a baby face, but he made him so unlikable intentionally with the intention on eventually turning him heel because it would have made the transition easier. And we got to a point where right before Dom and, and Ray really started to show cracks, we were sick of Dominic. Like the fan base as a whole was like, okay, this kid sucks. You know, yeah. either it needs to be heel or it needs to be something else. So when he turned heel, it was like a switch. The fans went, okay, great. Now I can hate him because I'm supposed to. So well, I, think- I wonder how much of him being terrible early on was intentional. Well, I guess he looked inept, though. I mean, he did like, look inept, but again, I I think back to his inaugural match, his very first match where he tagged with Ray. 
Dominic looked really good. And I remember it was the same weekend That's true. right after Pat McAfee debuted and Brian Alvarez some said something on Twitter, you know, I, I hope Dominic, you know, can pull it off and, and good luck following that because Pat McAfee had an awesome, awesome debut match. And then 24 hours later, Dominic went out there with Ray and to be quite frank, he killed it. He looked really good. I'm like, okay, this kid's got something. And then he backslid. Like, he was really, really good, and then, like, three months later, it was like, okay, what happened to this guy? Like, did he forget everything he knew? I wonder how much of that really was Vince putting a hand on his shoulder and going, okay, pull it back a little bit. Um, I guess I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a big believer in people being, people being pulling off being intentionally bad. I think, okay. Uh, I, I, I'm not, okay? Like, um, and look, well, because... Yeah, I get, but who knows? I mean, um, I think that's giving a Dominic a lot of credit. Yeah, I mean, I'm the, giving him credit where I think it's due now, though. Like, I'm seeing yeah, a much think, different think, kid today than I well, did six, eight months ago. I think he legit yeah. improved. I mean, I think, yeah, I think that's that's where we're at, too. Okay, all right, I, that's a fair. All right, well, let's move on here. We're going to get to a couple more matches to get into. Let's go. All right, let's go with the undisputed WWE Tag Team Champions. Uh, champions Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, and and I have to agree with you guys. It, it, I was part of the They Should Main Event Night 1 crowd. Now, they the whole Bloodline story, whatever happens with it, should be dedicated to Night 2. Like, the vignettes... The backstage segments, everything is building towards this crescendo that is Cody Rhodes. Excuse me, goodness, Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns. Um, so yeah, I, I think that opens night one or night two. I'm sorry, I think that match opens night two. I, God, it's almost too easy to say that Sammy and Kevin are winning this. Well, like, I think it's, the, it's the foregone conclusion match. I, I see. I disagree. I would not be shocked if Kevin Owens turns on Sami Zayn. It's, <laughs> I, and I know you guys are laughing at me. I know you guys are laughing at me. But guys, no, no, I'm not laughing at you. I promise, I am not laughing at you. It, it, it's, it's just, yeah, it's too clean. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. It's why we laugh at comments. Why we? He tripped on the banana peel again. Ha ha! But that's brilliant. No one would do that. I'm not even. That has not crossed my mind for a second until this very moment. I'm sorry. Everything has been too neat, too tidy, too clean. And and just listening to their promos, WWE is horrible at foreshadowing. And sometimes when they give you way too much to make you lean into God, they're going to beat them. They, they 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 yank you back, and I have a feeling, and I'm I'm probably going to be wrong, and I'll admit it on the show if I was. I, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are not winning this. Kevin Owens is turning on Sami Zayn. <laughs> yes, yes. I now I need it. Now I need. Now I want that more than anything. Cause cause yes, because my God. Okay, we need Sami and Kevin to wrestle in WWE main roster a couple more times so that when they make the documentary about Kevin Kevin and Sammy forever, that it's mostly WWE footage. 
or at least has way more. So yeah, yeah, this is perfect. Yeah, let them feud for another three months because honestly, with the growth their characters have and the new plateaus, your their new heights rather their characters have gotten. Yeah, let's do it again. Why not? Let's go. Let's go around that merry-go-round again. I'm psyched. Truly, let's do it. All right, Rob, your thoughts. It's too soon for that. <laughs> if, oh, it isn't. I love it. Uh, if they do that again this quickly. Yes. Oh, brother. Um. I mean. I mean, we know, I just don't think Kevin Owens can help himself. There's, we know it's, we know it's WWE happen. has the thing where they do the good, fu- the good kind of. There's no way they're gonna do this right, and the bad kind of. There's no way they do this right, and that's the one they usually do. <laughs> right, exactly. Like, there's no way that we don't just pull the trigger on Roman Reigns, get Brock out of the way, and we can finally goddamn move on to whatever we're gonna do with that belt next, right? Right. And then the answer was no. Nope. Three more. We're gonna bust Roman wide open, have him bleeding all over the ring, and he's still gonna lose. Yep. So. This could be one of those, there's no way they're going to do this, right? And we all laugh and clap when it happens. Yeah. Well, people will be upset for poor Sam. So, Rob, you're saying no. You you think you think they're going to win? Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, you, you got to, yeah. I mean, because if they don't, if they, if they open night two and they lose, then that, then there's no, that screws up all the kind of, you know, the backstage vignettes and nightly drama and all that stuff, you completely, yeah, I mean, you completely throw that out if if they go out there and lose. Um, all right. So I think, yeah, I think they're winning. All right. All right, let's move on to the SmackDown Women's Championship match. This is the match that Rob, Rob, Rob may have to dip, in, dip into the, to the Jack Daniels here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say he's gonna have to what into the Jack Daniels yeah. dip with a P. D I P dip. That was yeah. almost a soundbite. Yeah. yeah, I think <laughs> it was a soundbite there. You might want to scrub uh, that. SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair versus Challenger Rhea Ripley. Oh man, I this I, see. I don't know. Again, this is one of those ones. Rhea's still young enough to take an L here. But she's got so much momentum. And I feel like if, if the inevitable Clash of the Titans on paper is Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair at some point, this is the this is the first step down that road. And, you know, it doesn't hurt Charlotte whatsoever to lose here. It'll hurt Rob. But <laughs> I... I expect these girls to beat the ever-loving hell out of each other. The match they had at WrestleMania, what, two years ago? That was 36. Yeah, 36. So three years ago was incredible, especially with Rhea, who was still fairly green. Uh, And now she's got three years of seasoning behind her. This is going to be an incredible match. Jason. Yeah, I hope Rhea wins this. Um, It's a nice little dovetail of the end. You know, nice little continuation of their story. You know, they they had the the NXT title match during the COVID year, and then they had you know they were part of the final four of the Women's Royal Rumble uh, before Bianca's ascension. You know, it, they and they've had these little like 
you know, points in history together. So this is going to be a fun, a fun continuation of that. I look for Rhea to win this pretty, not handedly because it's Charlotte Flair, but as, as cleanly and quickly as one can beat Charlotte Flair, I expect that to happen. All right, Mr. Robert. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a tough weekend. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm Can't gonna get think. to 15 without 14. For crying out loud. See, here we, here we. <laughs> Just keep backing them up. Keep piling them up. We don't need Rob. stories. We don't need anything. We don't need creative. We don't need anything. We don't need title defenses. We don't need anything. Just keep, just keep stacking them up. No, nope, because yeah, that's all that matters. So you would rather have a compelling Charlotte Flair story than the story being the 15-time women's champion? Can't we get both? Can't we get a compelling story to get to 15 in the same <laughs> No, not this time. Sorry. I mean, if you're making 15 different stories in world wrestling entertainment. Well, no, I don't expect. I don't I expect 15. I don't want to be a real stinker. Sorry, okay. bud. Okay, I don't expect. No, I don't expect all. You know, if she if she does break the record, no, I do not expect all 17 times to be these super compelling stories. No, of course not. But I'm a little bit tired of, oh, we booked ourselves into a corner in the women's division. What are we going to do? Oh, well, I know. We'll just, we'll, you know, here you go. Don't no, don't need a story. Just go out there and win it. And then, you know, when it's time to lose, we won't have a story. Or, we, or if there's a story that we could do, we won't do it. And, you know, and, and then, and then, and then, you know, and, and we'll just do that and just go out there and do, you know, do you be you. And that's all. We don't need to give you anything creatively because we just don't need to, because who wants to do that? And, you know, and, oh, well, um, and look, I'm, I'm, about, I'm, 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 no, no, I'm going here. Bring him back in, Jason. Bring no, him back no, in. No, come back. No, 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 no. no. I, I, I got to get this out. I got to get this out, okay? It's seeing red now. Okay, I got to get this out, okay? Because when, you know, when 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 Mandy and Oscar had that terrible match at Fastlane and they realized, well, we can't do this at WrestleMania, well, we'll just put both the titles in the main event. So we got to take the title off of Oscar then, okay? Um, and then here we go. So we'll just do that and then. Will it Charlotte take all the heat for our decision? Um, and then she won't, and she'll just walk around with a belt for two weeks and, you know, to save us from our bad booking. And then, and then what happens in WrestleMania 35 happens? Oh, well, now we got one woman with both belts. So we gotta, you know, we gotta do something about that. So, okay, we'll do this. And, and then, oh, well, well, you know, um, and and now we'll, we want to you know give Bailey a boost here, so we'll give Bailey the briefcase and she can cash it in five minutes later, and then and then uh, a few months later, oh well okay well you know things aren't going you know Bailey wants to turn heel because she thinks things aren't going so well, so okay well we need some reason for her to turn heel all the way, so okay save us Charlotte again, and and that was just 2019, okay, and then you know and then. We get around to well, okay, so that's that's tw- that's 2019. So we fast forward to 2021. Oh well, you know, Rhea's taking a lot of heat here for how this thing started. Um, 
okay, maybe maybe we should have done a little bit, done you know, try a little bit harder creatively or something. But you know, whatever, it's not going like people thought it would. People are shitting on her unfairly. But we'll just okay. Well, we'll do this again, okay. And then you know, and then 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 the superhero lady. Oh, we need to give somebody an opportunity. And you know, and then so they had the superhero lady cash in the briefcase one day later. And then oh well, we'll just do it. But now well, okay, well this 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 isn't going so good. Okay, well we'll just we'll, you know we'll 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 okay we'll we'll have her win it again. Okay, and then oh and then oh then oh well. Oh, I know. Well, there's a draft coming, and well, she's on Raw, and we want her to be on SmackDown for Ronda. So we'll have a belt swap. Yeah, that's great. And then when so, that yeah. you know, when that goes awry, we'll do a whole Pop. we'll do we'll do a whole month of character assassination. Okay, <laughs> to set up a a, a a match in Survivor Series. Okay, uh, okay, and then all right. So then finally, after that, finally. Why are you know, we relitigating the career of Charlotte Flair? What because, happened? Because, because damn it, Where are we right now? Okay. I thought we were talking I, I about WrestleMania. In, I, I think we're in April of 2021 in the timeline right now, Jason. Okay, no, no. Uh, oh, all right, we're, we're in 2021. That was 2021. All right, so then, okay, so she goes, you know, she loses the Ronda. She goes away. And, 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 and by the way, I'll give them this, okay? The whole thing with Ronda. They, oh, we got to okay. by the way. <laughs> Okay, I will give them this for all the crap that 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 people were slinging at that whole thing. That at least did have a story to it. Okay, and it did have a start and a finish, and it had good points in between. Okay, so I'll give them that one. But then what happens now? Oh, you know, at the end of 2022. Oh, Ronda doesn't want to be champion anymore. What are we gonna do? I don't know. We didn't have any idea that you know that, that, that the kind of flaky woman might not want to be champion anymore. Oh. Well, what are we going to do? Well, we got to put the belt on somebody. Oh, well, it, once again, save us from our booking decisions, please. And, you know, and, you know, and I know we, 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 we didn't even tell you you were going to win tonight, but, you know, we just kind of thought of it right now. So, you know, you need to call somebody to bring you your ring gear because you didn't bring it because you didn't think you were going to be even getting in the ring tonight because we told you that wasn't going to happen. But now we changed our mind and now we need you to save us again. Okay, and so if you and, and see, I'm running through all this because Jason was like, "Well, do you need a story for all the Tony Reigns?" Okay, uh, I mean, <laughs> Brother, okay. it's like half and, and, the ones you're talking about. I'm sorry that bad things happened to her along the way, but well, no, it's there were stories you know what, there. I'm just no, it's just no. I'm going through all this because people, you know, why? Because despite all this, despite the fact that they use her to clean up their mess over and over and over. Yeah, and she's really fucking good at it, and that's why she has a job, and they pay her the millions of dollars, and that's why they give her all the title belts. We and just had another moment on the Mindless Wrestling but, Podcast. But, Rob why just are we unloaded, arguing that she's excellent at her job? Rob just unloaded five years of emotional trauma yeah. in the last seven minutes. No, but do, then do they you know fucked what, up, do you, do and you they know called the lady. The, you know the, the, then they fucked up. Hold on, hold on, hold on, Rob. Oh, and then the writers fucked up. So you know what they had to do? They had to call their employee and give them the employee of the month award that every employee wants. And, and, and they didn't even write a story about it. It's like, what? Who cares? No, no, no. Do, do you know, no, do you know why I get like this? Do you, do you know why I get like this? Why, Rob? Because I just spelled out for you how they lean on her to clean up their messes, right? 
That's what their job is. No, but 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 every time they do that, what do these stupid people say on the internet? What do they say? Oh, she politics for another title reign. Please, so oh, so oh, can we start calling Charlotte? Can we start calling Charlotte the cleaner now? Yeah, yeah, Charlotte's the cleaner, man. <laughs> Charlotte's the cleaner, pal. <laughs> well, yeah, and but 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 oh, she politicking again. Oh, she won the title on the first day back. She probably went whined about it backstage. Okay. You know what's beautiful about this whole tirade that Rob just went on? The argument from a lot of the people that Rob is talking about is that Charlotte gets shoehorned into different positions. Rob is actually making the same argument for entirely different reasons. Yeah, it's, a, it's like you're right. They have her on shoehorn because they got her on speed dial. It's like in case of problem, break glass. Exactly. And, and we we bring Charlotte Flair. <laughs> also, Rob is trying to couch it like it's a bad thing. Well, no, no, no. You know, it's, hey, it's not, hey, no. hey, we need a home run. Call the lady who always hits home runs. Oh, how dare they? Well, you know why? Because people don't appreciate it, okay? Because okay, it, well, I'm trying to put a different angle on it and remind well, this, those no, people how fucking these, stupid they are. These stupid people incredible. on the internet keep it, – it's always the same damn thing. Okay, yeah. it's always, oh, she's politicking, 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 politicking. No, okay. they call the best person for the job, period, and, end of story. And, and you know, you know uh, why don't they give somebody else the opportunity? Well, you know what? She was gone for eight months, okay? She was gone for eight months. And, you know, and do you know who they gave all the title shots to during those eight months? Liv Morgan. No, she didn't actually get a, she didn't actually get a title shot. No, she did not. Okay. She was she was the champion for a couple of months. She didn't actually get a title shot, but but yeah. let, me, let me run through the names of people who got title shots, you know, during the eight months when they could have given opportunities to people to get that normally don't get them. Here's here's some of the people who got title shots at either of the women's titles during those eight months. Okay, Becky Lynch. Oh yeah, she don't she really needs another opportunity, right? Oscar needs another title match. Oh yeah, right. Okay, Bailey needs more title matches. Sure. Um, okay, um, who else? Uh, Shayna Baszler, oh, she only had a title match at WrestleMania. She doesn't, you know, she could really use another one. Um, let's see, who else? Um, I mean, just, oh, Carmella. Yeah, Carmella has had 50 million title matches. But guess what? She got like three more during the eight months when, you know, when they could have given somebody else an opportunity, right? I mean, so they made a choice to give a bunch of title shots to women who've already had 50 million of them already. Okay. Remember guys, everyone gets a turn. <laughs> okay. So I don't want to hear it. Okay. Okay. They had eight months to spread things around. Okay. To give people opportunities that normally don't get them. Okay. And you know, they did this a couple of times. They gave Raquel got a title shot Shots, he got a title shot. Okay. Um, but other than those two, they gave title matches to, to women who already had already had a bunch of them. Okay. And they did that for eight months. And, you know, and we can include Rhonda in that because, you know, she had a couple of title shots also during the eight months. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we can. So I'm sorry if you're mad about people not getting opportunities. Do not blame. Y'all need to stop blaming them you need to stop blaming charlotte for that okay you need to you need to point the finger at the people who booked the show okay because they had eight months eight months yep. and 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 what did they do right. and and they they gave a couple of people 
new people title shots and the rest of them all went to people women who had gotten a bunch of them already okay all right well let's 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 move on from charlotte flair because i think this segment went longer than i think her match is going to go this weekend (laughs) i'm teasing um but no seriously that's a discussion we can definitely table for another day uh rob definitely (laughs) came unhinged on us there for a minute man that was that was pretty good stuff Let's let's get into the main event talk here, boys and girls. The reason we're all showing up, all roads lead to Roman. Um, the main event of WrestleMania 39, undisputed WWE Universal Champion Roman Reigns versus 2023 Royal Rumble winner Cody Rhodes. The question of the weekend, will Cody finish the story or does Roman continue the trek to a thousand days? Buddy, this is I, I this one's way too tough to call. Um, <clears throat> there's so many different ways you could look at this. There's a whole discussion that we could have. We could de- dedicate an entire episode to just talking about Cody Rhodes, his trajectory since he's been back, uh, expectations versus reality. There, there's there's just a whole we could like I said a whole podcast episode is sitting right there waiting to happen. Um, I expect all the pomp, all the circumstance, all the spectacle in the world in this main event match. Um, I'm not. We said it earlier. The fans are going to win with this match, no matter what happens. The fans are going to win. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, by hook or by crook, Roman Reigns retains. And I said this, uh, and I've changed my tune because it was a point where we had Mr. Ray Cash on here a couple months back, and we were talking about. You know, the potential for Roman Reigns to get past a thousand days. Ray made the comment, he's like, What is a thousand days? And he's not wrong. You know, a thousand days doesn't beat um, Pedro Morales. Pedro Morales, I think, is uh, AJ Belaz said last week on DWI that Pedro, I think, was like a thousand thirty seven. Roman is just under a hundred days shy of that. So if he makes it past WrestleMania, he will beat Pedro's record. To beat the next record, which would be Hulk Hogan, we've got to do this for at least another year. I don't see that happening. So does a thousand days mean anything if it doesn't mean anything? And yes, in 2023, that answer is yes. That thousand days does mean something. You can look back at it and say, because we're not going to get this again. There is no point in the next decade where we have somebody who's going to hold a, a, champ, a major championship for a thousand days in WWE. Tony Khan will do it just because he'll find somebody and do it because he wants to do it. But WWE, we're not going to get this again. Cody Rhodes can win that championship on any night. And he's got plenty of time and window left to do it. So that's where I think uh, we stand with this. I'm going to start with you, Jason. What are your thoughts here? My thoughts have been the same as are the same as they've been for months and months and months. So, and I'll say, uh, so I'll just repeat them. We're getting to a thousand days. You want they want to have that four digit champion. I think actually, you know, they're they would because uh, what's the next one on the list which would make him four, fourth again? Would be Pedro. Yeah, and I think he's only like a thousand one hundred days, so that puts him fourth on the list. Anyway, I think it's again for all the same reasons we talked about. You're never gonna get here again. This is a guy you talked about for fifty years, just like Oma, just like Oma, Omas getting F5 by Brock. The entire purpose of this 
is to have footage that you use in your intro for 50 to 100 years. You're never <clears> going to get this opportunity again to have something in the modern era <clears throat> talked about on commentary that you can you can you, that you can add to this list of legends and they're not all in standard definition. You know, and it, it's more relatable. So in 20 years, 30 years, when, you know, someone is creeping up on a long reign or they're talking about the longest reigning champions, you know, and they talk about Hulk Hogan and Bruno San Martino and Pedro Morales and Roman Reigns. We turn to our kid and we go, you know, I saw Roman Reigns wrestle or, you know, that kind of thing. Or we were there for that run. Yeah, exactly. We were there for that run. You know, it's it's there's something to that. Uh, and I think that's that's where we're getting the uh, um, and then the other half of that, that I've been beating that drum forever. No one is going to sell coming out of this story better than Cody by God Rhodes. Right. It, Cody Rhodes will is going to cut the mother of all off shucks promos at WrestleMania Raw. <laughs> Like it, it is going to be the whatever my yard my yard now for declarative statement or was for declarative statements. Aw shucks, Cody Rhodes is going to be the the aw shucksiest thing to ever aw shucks, and we're all going to cry and keep rooting for that guy because God damn it, we love you, Cody. And it, and and I say that with almost no snark because I'm one, literally one of those people. So yeah, because uh, I will be sitting there when he looks up into the sky and says, dad, I'll get him next time. I will actually be crying because I do enjoy Cody Rhodes that much. Um, And with that said, I say all that about a thousand days. I say all about all shucks, Cody Rhodes, but Cody Rhodes still and Roman Reigns have given me just enough doubt where it's entertaining, where I go, WWE really wouldn't do this, would they? Again, we go back to that. This might be the thing that they would, even right. if they shouldn't. Exactly. And and honestly, yeah. I can understand them pulling the trigger. Like, if Roman Reigns ends up losing on Sunday, I get it. Because, well, yeah, occasionally it's okay to tell that nice, neat, buttoned-up story of the the prodigal son comes home Boom, wins the Royal Rumble, boom, becomes champion, everybody cries. Here's the only asterisk on the Cody Rhodes thing. Cody Rhodes never going to be more hot than he is right now, never going to be more valuable than he is right now. Just my opinion on that. He's coming He's coming in hot. He's still hot. And we've questioned this on this show before. Is that heat sustainable? Mr. Rob Bonnet doesn't think so. And we don't have to go too far down this road. We don't have to drag this one out. We can talk about this in another episode. But, Rob, you you seem to think that there may be a shelf life to this heat. Um. Yeah. Now, I okay, do I think – no, I don't think it's going to just vanish. No. I think – look, he's always going to be a high-level member of the roster. For oh, absolutely. Forward. So we're not talking – no. So no, but, uh, Rob, let me paint this picture for you. Could he slot into the Dean Ambrose role of main event player? Um, no. 
No, I think it'll be, no, no I mean, in like his ceiling no, is no, higher no, than Dean Ambrose. Good, no, good. And that was a big Whoa, Dean Ambrose fan. Time out, time out. Dean Ambrose went into SmackDown as the champion of the show. Need I remind you? Yes. Like um, I'm, I'm not saying he's like second banana, second, like totally and utterly, but he was very clearly behind Roman and Seth, and and then you could paint that picture however you want in three or four years. You know, yeah. Is Cody Rhodes a main event player? Yes. Is he the main event guy? Maybe not. Um, well, okay, we're not gonna know if if they we're not we're not gonna know until a few months after he he does win. Because like, okay, well he is going. I don't I don't know if he's going to win at WrestleMania, but he is absolutely going to beat Roman at some point. Yes. Right. Um. Um. But we don't really know wh- what, how much shelf life, or what we don't, we don't know what kind of legs this thing has until a few, we won't know until a few months after he becomes the champion, whenever that happens. Um, I can tell you right now, um, just based on looking at some things, uh, people are way more interested in hearing him talk than they are watching him wrestle, just from mm-hmm. from from various things I've looked at. Um, and that usually is okay. Usually, when it comes to things like video traffic, action always wins out wins out over words because who's going to click on a YouTube video to watch somebody talk, right? Normally, that, that's not what what does it, right? Yeah. Um. Right. Normally, if you you're watching a show highlight of a wrestling show, you want it's for people fighting or somebody getting beat up or some spot or whatever. That stuff usually wins out over promos. Promo segments usually get some of the worst, relatively speaking, worst traffic numbers, you know, they usually do, unless a fight breaks out or something during the promo. Um, He's a compelling talker. Yeah, and so um, his promos have gotten more, his his promos have gotten more, like most of his promos have gotten more traffic than the match if if he's added it the same night. Um, You look at, like, Ratings segments for like quarter hours and stuff. Um, same thing. Promo segments. He's had promo segments that were the highest rated part of the show, um, and do better than when. So there's just there's a kind of a circumstantial aspect to what's going on here with him, and no matter look, no matter how great the promos are, if he's once he's got once he's got to do it every week for. Six months, seven months, eight months, nine months. Um, then we'll see. Now, I would argue that if people are really invested in the promos, they're invested in the story, right? But then, but then, but all, but but it comes down, but okay, but then ultimately, the promos and the story lead to people watching you wrestle, right. so. Without when when it gets to the point of well it's just I don't know I mean I think but look there, there's plenty of you know statistical evidence so to speak there's plenty of that to back up him winning okay I'm not saying yeah. that you should it's just um, when we're it's from a, just purely speculating going forward um do you do it now and then see where it goes or do you prolong him, you know, becoming champion. Because if you can get a, look, if you can get to SummerSlam without 
him winning and then he wins it there you start the clock later um you can buy yourself a few months before you start the clock and see if how much you know staying power this has um because in the worst case scenario he wins and then by july people are like okay um i mean that's the worst case scenario yeah 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 um I think best case scenario, you can get, you know, you can you can take this to SummerSlam, he can win it there, and then you can, and then and then you have some really lasting thing. Um, all that to be said. Now, what does that have, now? What does that have to do with I think who's going to win? <laughs> <laughs> um, I honestly don't know. I mean, they they've done a good job of, I mean, they've laid it on really heavy, Cody winning. Um, they have suspended my disbelief. They have laid, laid it on they've, really heavy. They've, um, they've laid they they've made me doubt enough that it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, and and so that they've laid it on really heavy that he is absolutely going to win, um, to the point where you feel like you're watching a movie where you know the good guy's going to win in the end. Um, so <clears throat> it's very easy to say, yeah, they're going to do it. Um, a whole lot of people on our Twitter timelines have insisted that it is a moral imperative that they do it here. Um, oh God, not the moral imperative. Well, cause, I mean, you know, cause, and look, I'm, I'm a bit tired of people throwing around the name Lex Luger. Yeah. You know, cause every, every time somebody doesn't win a big title match right away, it's not Lex Luger. And also there's m- much more to, Lex Luger and all of that. There was a lot of nuance in that Luger situation <laughs> yeah. that a lot of people missed. Well, here's some nuance. <clears throat> you built a company basically on shitting on us. They're, that company's still a pain in the ass. Here we are, by the way, paying you millions of dollars. Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, you blew up a statue of the the new of the current boss. On your first show at said company. Uh, then, by the way, yes, again, we pay you millions of dollars. Uh, yeah, time to bend the knee, sucker. <laughs> like, yeah, you're going to win it down the road. So, really, it's not even that big of a deal. All right. Well, I think we have said our piece about WrestleMania weekend. <clears throat> all in all, guys, I am, my body is ready for the next four days of just absolute wrestling ridiculousness i'm i'll probably miss out on smackdown because i don't have regular cable and by the time they put smackdown up on hulu you know we'll be well into night one of wrestlemania unless they throw it up there early um man i'm ready let's let's go around the horn here real quick and talk uh talk food what's your what's your food what's your snacks ideas for uh wrestlemania weekend jason let's start with you uh, we are big frozen appetizer people when it comes to just uh, hanging out together. Yeah. Um, and then so we'll just do like frozen mozzarella sticks, frozen chicken wings, whatever, uh, frozen chicken tenders. And then I have no idea what our menu is going to be. We're deciding if it's going to be takeout or if we're going to make some sort of roast or something like that um, for either one. I know. So we'll probably split it. One night will be totally takeout dominoes or something like that. And then other night we'll be just snacking um, from the oven all day long. Yeah. All right, yep. Mister Rob, what about you, buddy? Um, I haven't I haven't decided yet. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it'll, it'll it's gonna be something simple because it's probably just gonna be me here. So. You're gonna do yeah. takeout. 
Oh, maybe. Yeah, or possibly. Or I might buy, get some from a grocery store that I can throw together really quickly. Yeah. That's uh, probably where I'm going to go. I'll probably, I've been working out again, so I've been really trying to watch my diet. But I think uh, Saturday's going to be my cheat day. I'm going to do like Jason. I may hit the store Friday night, get some, just some appetizer things, some frozen things to throw in the oven, something to snack on during NXT, stand and deliver, and then <clears throat> maybe we'll order some type of takeout for Saturday night. Sunday, uh, because, you know, it is WrestleMania, but Monday is a work day. I may try and, you know, reel the diet back in because I'll be back in the gym at 4 a.m. Monday morning. I'm going to be dragging Woo! ass on Monday, Bubba. Um, but I'm going to stick with it because I've been I've been doing it. I've been I, I took last week off, but I've been pretty consistent for the last month, feeling better, looking better already. So yeah, I'm going to stick with that. But yeah, yeah, it's going to be snacks and stuff on Saturday and then probably real food on Sunday. Awesome. Good stuff. All right. I think we can call the go home there. Uh, this has been the Mindless Wrestling Podcast, a part of the Chairshot Radio Network. You can find us on thechairshot.com. This has been the official kickoff for us of the WrestleMania weekend. I have had a blast with you guys. Going to go around the room here and thank my co-hosts, starting with Rob from the Rob the Genius Podcast, sir. Good night tonight. Thank you. And remember, who cleans up the division? <laughs> And Bucky's tag team partner, Jason, sir. Good show tonight, buddy. I'm going to reply. Next time she's, you know, getting into it with somebody on Twitter, I'm going to reply cleaner. I got this. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Remember, you heard that here, folks. Anyway, I'm the guy with the beard. I'm DJ. This has been the Mindless Wrestling Podcast. Remember, you can call it pro wrestling. You can call it sports entertainment. You can call it whatever you want, but call it in the ring, and you guys enjoy it. All four days of WrestleMania this weekend. We'll be back here next week with a wrap-up show. Have a good one. Be safe, and we'll see you next week. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.